Gather round, friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. I am your host, David. And I am your other host, Philip. And we are gathered here today on Earth Day. We hope you're listening on Friday when this episode lands, because it is Earth Day today, April 22nd. And as you well know by now, if you've been listening to the podcast, I'm a huge champion for environmentalism and saving the environment. And we are at a point right now, a critical point in our human history, where we need to make some real changes to the way that we live life. And governments are making promises that they are pretending are they're keeping and they are just not. And so uh, it's our job as citizens, as people of the world to hold them accountable, cut out fossil fuels, do the right thing. Because if you've read the, the latest news, things are pretty dire. And uh, I'm using this podcast as a platform shamelessly to let you know that things are getting really dire. And we are at a point where, Phil, I'm saying this to you as well as uh, everyone else, like because I know we haven't talked about this. We're at a point now where in the next three years, we're, we need to hit our peak carbon emissions and start falling. And it's already too late. But right now we have we have about three years before it's basically disaster. Yeah, I'm debating about whether or not making jokes here, but you know what? I understand how <laughs> about uh, about how this well, is. We got to uh, try to keep it light, but but uh, at the same time, like I think you know, it's it's now we need to start talking about it. Um, sure. But of course, this podcast, uh, this episode, shall be a little bit. Uh, we'll have some fun here and there, but you know, I just wanted to open up by saying, like, guys, read the news. Like, people are like scientists are like gluing themselves to buildings in protest because people just aren't listening because it's yeah. not convenient for them and it's a re reusable glue uh that that is what helps about <laughs> about the protest but uh all jokes aside yes uh i know it'll be a, a fun episode i know that when you you hear earth day most people think of uh, of an earth in like those little cartoon arms and a cape and thinking about their childhood going back to what can you do about the earth and all that stuff but we'll try and be fun we'll try and make it all all uh digestible and we will shall mm. not waste not and want not so let's get to the main topic here so as we said we're talking about earth day and we've each prepared a few just random questions for each other some fun, some whatever, but uh, all concerning the earth and the environment. And let's let's just get started. Phil, why don't you go first? Yes, mine would be, David, could you harvest and eat food made from your own fertilizer? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. You mean like, <laughs> you yeah. mean my poop? <laughs> yes. Think, think uh, a la the Martian where he made potatoes out of his own feces. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be food and it'll I'll, it'll be clean when I eat it and it'll be cooked. And yeah, yeah, I, I don't I don't have any qualms about it. I mean, it's what it's cow poop or my poop. So now a quick question. Do you think that the majority of people who would have that question, do you think that the majority of people would be fine with it? I think so. The majority of people, it's people who either overthink it or underthink it that are going to have a problem with that. You know what I mean? OK. Okay. Why would you? Uh, I. It would take me a while to get into that first bite. I'll tell you that. Like those mashed potatoes would take me a while to to finally enjoy. All right. You I, you, you don't know. You might find a sense of pride. <laughs> Man, these are the tastiest. These are Potat my mashed potatoes. <laughs> you know, most people say that I had to I had to sweat blood and tears in order to get this. I had to. Sh 
stain and and, and smears in order to get to this. <laughs> oh man! Who said we wouldn't be having fun on this episode? There we go. All right. What is a natural location that you would be most horrified to see destroyed by human inaction concerning climate change and pollution, what whatnot? You know what I think whenever I think of like beautiful nature, I don't usually think of like rainforests to me always represent danger. Well, from like, (laughs) no, I mean, for me, like a documentary side, like being like I'm safe in my house eating popcorn, watching it. Yeah, it's great. But like actually like going there and like enjoying firsthand, it's hot, it's sweaty, it's muggy. So I'm like, no, I'm out. Desert, same idea where I like to look at it, but like the one where I'm thinking like I would want to be one with nature, therefore I would miss it the most, would probably be like the roving hills of like in a meadow or something, you know, where it's like maybe like I always think of like Ireland where it's like like mountainous dips and like you just see like grass being like gusted by wind, like areas like that. I would very much feel tinge of sadness to see go due to climate change or what have you. That's where I would go. Uh, David, do you have it in you to raise and kill your own livestock? I think I would. I think I would. It wouldn't be easy, but I I am able to rationalize the the thought of, you know, that 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 it's it's not a, a new concept. It's been around for thousands of years, and if you look at nature in general, it's been around for millions of years where billions of years even where life needs other life in order to survive and like I'm able to make that like to disconnect that those those two things where yes it's a it's a living animal in front of me but on the other hand it's also sustenance and and whatnot and I wouldn't take like pleasure in it or anything no, but no. I I do think I could do it yes the number one mistake that they say by the way is just never name them like once you name them Ted <laughs> that's it's really hard to eat Ted right I think it's a lot harder if you only have one one sheep yeah <laughs> if you've got like. <laughs> 30 it's a lot easier but if you've only got one sheep and you want to you want to kill and eat that one that makes it a lot harder because then you have a lot more choices right there's like the bad sheep where you're like i cannot wait to eat you (laughs) (laughs) well what is a habit of yours relating to environmentalism that you most think needs changing Okay, most needs changing and what I will actually follow through with are two different things. So what most needs to change is my use of disposable silverware and plates, because that I think is my single most harmful thing. Like I I reuse a lot of bags, even if they are plastic bags, I use them to their max for at least trash. Whenever I go out, if I have an option of paper bags i go there so i I, i'm pretty good and i use both recycle and trash uh some people i know mix mash or worse do both but i i am pretty good outside of i just have a tendency to just love to have things have a use for them and then eat and then not ever use those silverware ever again so that's my personal negative factor to the earth david what is the most disgusting bug to you what is the most disgusting bug to you either maybe in terror or in just by design maybe like a dung beetle just disgusts you by its by its very nature i'm torn between two here where i'm thinking about just your regular house fly which is i'm thinking about that one because it's it's so common and yet they are kind of gross like they usually they've gone just from from landing on a turd to landing on your sandwich. 
And so puking that, on both. That is disgusting. But also cockroaches are inherently a sign that filth is near or filth. Things are just dirty. It's gross. Cockroaches are disgusting. But I honestly, I think I'm leaning towards fly just because there's so much more co- like they're, they're everywhere. They are everywhere. And so they're, much more mobile. Yeah. Unavoidable. Unavoidable. They are literally just in a second. They're all of a sudden on your dinner plate. So I'm going to go with the regular old house fly or even worse, a horse. Have you ever seen a horse fly? Yeah, they're freaking huge. Yeah, they're disgustingly huge. Oh, Phil, would you rather take part in an ocean cleanup expedition or a tree planting excursion? Tree planting excursion. What is what is that? Like you go out into a a place where there that has been all the trees have been cut down and you go and you plant new trees uh, actually i would choose uh the cleaning of the trash uh i i very much like the after feeling of cleaning things even though i don't it's it's kind of like working out for me right it's like you would getting, be going like in a boat like into the yeah. out into the ocean yeah you yeah, cast okay. out a net and you kind of go through and you yeah. you sift it all out yeah I, I i don't mind that part it's it's honestly the just getting to it like again working out versus getting to cleaning where it's like it's the getting to that point getting ready to do so that is the hard part for me actually doing it is somewhat enjoyable but just motivating myself to get to that point so i would choose the cleaning because there's always like for every piece of trash there's always possibly something that's a, interesting to be like oh why did somebody throw this away or something um so i think it could be of interest as well as doing something good for the environment david which would be the worst potential climate for you to live in now there's a lot here there's desert climate there's jungle climate there's mountain climate the worst the worst yeah for you personally the worst for me personally mm. savannah climate can I say the one I'm living in right now? <laughs> this like <laughs> dreary, rainy, northern European climate. Like I honestly despise it so much. I don't know, I would, man. I would sooner live in a really cold place, like somewhere like Alaska, for example. Russia. But at yeah. least it's beautiful. You know, at least it's white and snowy. Like I would rather be colder. I mean, I may be exaggerating. Like the summers are perfectly pleasant here usually. Last summer was crappy. I like warm weather. I, I, I'm I okay with living in 30, 30 degrees Celsius heat, which is like in the 90s or something, high 80s, 90s. Like I'm okay with that. Like I can live in that. No problem. So I would say either this one, extreme, extreme cold, like Siberia or Alaska, I probably wouldn't enjoy that very much, or like deathly desert heat. But which one would I hate the most? Probably the Probably the cold. (laughs) Phil, would you join a colony on Mars knowing that you have to stay there for at least 10 years and there are 99 others with you? Is Ariana... (laughs) (laughs) No, Um. but, but, but unlike, I believe, I believe one of the rules, uh, one of the rules for going on like the Mars expeditions that are planned is that intercourse is strictly forbidden and you're not allowed to have children or relationships. I, I, I'm not, I don't quote me on that. I'm not 100% certain. But in my Mars expedition, it's totally allowed, all good, do what you got to do. Just don't have kids. 
that's I mean, well, that's that's doable. That's sign no up. No one wants to have a kid on Mars. Now, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I get that. Nobody wants. Some people don't want to have a kid on Earth, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> this man is shocked. Yes, shocked that there there may not be any hanky panky <laughs> on planet Mars. Well, that just made Mars. No wonder nobody lives on Mars. Uh, okay, so would I go there for ten years? <laughs> that's the reason. But, yeah, that's no. the reason no one will go. <laughs> wow, I don't. Honestly, if it were later in my life, I would say yes. But right now, I think I'm too young to enjoy life as it is. So I would have to say no. I would have to say no now, with the hopes that they come back to me and in 10 years myself, and then I could enjoy those next 10 years. I could still give them 10 good years of my 30s, but 10 years of my out of my late 20s, you can't take that. All right. You, I mean, well, there are a lot of draw. Like, you'd have to live in, like, a dome, like, undercover. I'm pretty sure the atmosphere in, on Mars is not breathable. Right. So, but it's still cool. It's still an experience. And it, would be, it would be quite an adventure, yeah. Yes. Last one for me, David. What would your farmer name be? <laughs> Okay, do I get an example or what is a farmer name? Uh, yeah, Farmer John. Like, are you going to go with like the standard of just like a standard name like Farmer David? Farmer David just doesn't sound right, though. Are you going to be like Farmer McHenry? Are you going to be, I mean, because Farmer Hoffman, I suppose that that could do something. No, no, no. But uh, associate that also with, and, and this is a follow-up question, what would your farm consist of? Would it be, would you run a pig farm? Would you run an almond farm? Would you run uh, a honey farm? I think that that determines what I'm type trying of to farm. think of like I'm trying to think of alliteration like like th- names that sound like and maybe if I was a dairy farmer I'd be Dairy Dave. There you go. Um, yeah. What what was the and then I guess I would be farming dairy. I would be a, a, a cattle farmer. Yes. Yeah. And I would be Dairy Dave. There you go. There we go. I love that. <laughs> Phil Dairy Dave gives you all the milk. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, which would you sooner give up? Eating meat? Your car or air travel? I would say eating meat. I think that that's doable for me. We're at a place. That's right. I meant to ask this question. I just forgot to. But I, I think that there's a certain part of the population right now for humans who, even if even if you told them, and and it was true that this tastes exactly the same as a filet mignon steak. You could not taste the difference. They are identical in taste. But I will tell you factually that one is made from a soybean or a pill that you just put in water, whatever that is. Uh, and the other one is a is an actual steak. Some people will refuse to eat the fake one. I or am will, not. will insist that they can tell the difference. Sure. But I am the type of person where it's like, oh, if this one's healthier for me, if there's a greater purpose for me to eat the other one that doesn't that is not actual steak and it both benefits me and the environment. Of course, why would I not do that? I don't know that we're 100% there yet. It's still like there's still well, trade offs not. But but there are a lot of there are a lot of reasons why being vegetarian is is beneficial to the environment and to your health. Sure. I was reading about it today. I was reading a lot of articles today about about environmentalism and 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 I was reading about what would happen if everyone went vegetarian. And there would be a lot of benefits and a lot of but also some drawbacks. Um, so it's a very interesting subject to research. So check it out if you if you have the the inkling. But uh, but yeah, there's uh, 
there would be a lot of benefits, but I know that they, like it would be very difficult. Like a lot of culture would be would be destroyed, uh, cultures that that surround are surrounding consumption of meat, and the third world would be completely devastated if you took meat out of diets. That people would starve. Millions of jobs would have to be repurposed. People who, you know, cattle farmers, all that would would have to be completely repurpose. So it would take a long time to make that transition. But obviously, yeah, it's a, it would be much more beneficial to the environment. Well, thank you for listening to our main topic. And from far, from Derry Dave and myself, happy Girth Day. Happy Earth Day. And let me just say before we close out, whatever you're doing to help the earth is great. You're not doing enough. So figure out what you can do that's, uh, that can add on to what you're already doing. Fix your leaky faucets. This episode of Pow Wow Podcast is sponsored by Sides. Meet Sides, S-I-D-E-S, an app that helps you take the law into your own hands. Turn ordinary agreements into binding contracts in seconds. Then if a dispute arises, Sides will step in to resolve it for you. What, Phil, that, one, that was supposed to be my line. What did we agree to in the contract? I don't know. I, I guess we can use Sides to settle this dispute. Because each dispute costs a small one-time fee. And if you win, which I will, it's all awarded back to you. Sign up now and get 16% off for a limited time only. May I help you? You talking to me? I need to talk to you. A little word of advice. You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I help you? You love that every time. I do. It's so good. You're welcome. You're where welcome we... is our mini segment today, yes. where we provide you with unsolicited advice, advice that you did not know that you needed, but you do. And we're going to give it to you despite your lack of interest. I'll go first here. My advice to you, and it's Earth Day themed, of course, unplug when you can. And I mean that literally. Don't leave your devices on charge longer than they need to be and charge your devices to 95% instead of 100%. Uh, what this does, obviously, it takes a lot more energy to get from 95 to 100% than it would from, say, 55 to 60%. So by only charging to 95%, you still get almost a full charge and use uh, a decent amount less energy. So save energy, save the earth. We just got past Easter Sunday after recording this episode, so let me let me just say this. I get it. We're all bargain basement shoppers here, and we're all looking forward to next year's Easter and the on the fall of one year's Easter. So instead of just buying the cheap Easter candy the following day in preparation for next year's Easter, instead of giving people year old Easter candy, why don't you go ahead, go through the line? Put it all on the on the cart and don't buy the candy. See what the price tag is. Put that money aside in one of your little Easter eggs. Put it down. Clamp it down. Put that, that bit away for Easter. When we come back to next year's Easter, come back, take out that money, and then use that on the candy for this upcoming year. If anything, if there's a difference, it's going to be minuscule. And you'll have that amount ready for next year. So that way you get nice, fresh candy for everybody because year old candy is not it, folks. You're welcome. You're welcome. And 
we welcome back to the show once more, once again, and hopefully not for the last time, but we never know. A diva's got a diva. So we never know when and where Aaron Ford will make his last appearance. But I tell you this, when it is the last time, the mic will be dropped. It will be a glorious flaming finish for Aaron Ford. Luckily, that I'm hoping again, that's not today. Yes. Yes. Aaron Ford. Hydraulic lifts the whole shebang. <laughs> Aaron Ford, welcome back to the show. How are you, my friend? I'm great. It's so wonderful to be back. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you for coming on the show. <laughs> Since last we talked, you had promoted a show. I have now mm-hmm. gone to see that show. And I can tell you in all sincerity and in all honesty, no no kissing of ass included. It was a tremendous job by not only you, but the rest of the show, but I especially enjoyed making eye contact with you. It was oh, semi-romantic. Yeah. <laughs> it was dramatic. It was everything about it. It was wonderful. Uh, I appreciated your performance in The Color Purple. By the time this is Work. out, I th- oh, by the time this episode is out, will the show, when does the show end? Has it already ended? May 1st. May 1st. So then there will be a little time. So by the time you hear this, if you have not seen and you're in the Phoenix area, please go see the color purple. My goodness. Please do. Please yeah. do. All right. Uh, Aaron Ford, my friend from theater. I really wish I could. I really wish I could. You know what? what? I'll, you need to do? I'll go in there. Okay, well, send I'll, me a copy of the DVD, please. Yeah. yeah well, David, <laughs> what I was going to do is I'll buy another ticket. You send me the money for the ticket and I'll just go in there with my phone and record it. I'm sure they won't mind, Aaron, right? <laughs> I tried. No, look, my bestie uh, directed a production of Mamma Mia and so I uh, FaceTimed watch the whole thing uh, and it was a mess it was a mess. <laughs> not the, yeah, the production was good but like facetime watching a production is is not the business it is not it's not you're always zooming a little shake a little shimmy very oh. that and then sometimes the, the camera would like slip a little bit so i'd just be getting like <laughs> the lighting fixtures a mess just a mess aaron move me stage left very uh, <laughs> very that <laughs> All right, guys, oh. uh, we are uh, we both know Aaron rather well, but David, you don't know him nearly as well. So let's give you two questions to my one, as you know how the sequence goes. David, let's yes. start with you. What is your first question? Aaron, today we've been talking about, well, we've been talking about the Earth because it is uh, on the Friday, the day this releases is Earth Day. Uh-huh. And I am a big champion of environmental issues. What is a cause that you champion? Just in general, or does it have to be Earth-related? No, any in general. Um, I really, really like to advocate for young queer youths, just because in my youth, I didn't experience a lot of negativity that I feel like a young, or a lot of young queer people experience today. And so, like, if I can be that person who is a a beacon of hope, you know, for somebody who's struggling, that's that's what I try to do, you know. Just living, provide as, the support that you that you provide got. the support. Yeah, provide like it gets better. You know, it sounds so cliche, but like <laughs> get better. You know, you can you'll eventually be able to be your own person, and you can choose your own destiny. Is that too deep? No, <laughs> no, no, no. That's wonderful. I love that. What, uh, Aaron? What is a classically male then female mm-hmm. role you would like to portray as being an actor actor yourself? Uh, I'm sure that you have a a list of of faves and want tos, but is there a classical male and female role you would like to portray as theaters being more and more open to uh, to sure. gender bending? Oh, sure. Um, honestly. Um... Sunset Boulevard, Norma Desmond. There's some oh, years, you know, wow, and maybe yeah. maybe to get ten years just descending that good staircase. You know what I'm talking about? Just singing them lovely. <laughs> I'm ready songs. for my close up. Very that. And a male role. Let's see. 
I've always wanted to give you a good Jean Valjean, you know, a two four six oh one. Yes. But um oh I would love to see a revival of the producers. That would be fun. Literally, oh, I take anything yes. in that. Yes, I love the producers, yeah. and I think it's always criminally in our generation underwatched. It needs to be watched. It's great. Yeah. Underappreciated. I'm guessing, yeah. guessing both both talking about the the musical version, the the remake yes. version. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have either of you seen the original version? I have yeah. actually. It's mm-hmm. it's still good. Oh. It's still good. It, it's good. It's it's a it's a lot drier. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't um, have any springtime for Hitler zazz that we all want. It no. say yes. Um Also, <laughs> if I may, uh, one yes. more from Sarah and Fiddler. I mean, mm. from Sarah, she gives of it course. to you every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Do you have any? Do you have any like notes for the people like an audition right now for any of those roles right now that you just want to just belt out really fast? Oh no 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 no! Okay, when I say I get paid, yeah. That, don't if you're good at it, don't do it for free. Unlike this don't podcast, go ahead, Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> my my last my second and last question: mm-hmm. What do you do when your hot blind date shows up in a Hummer? <laughs> for those who can't see, because obviously this is an audible format. Oh, it is Aaron, a visual format. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a visual one for us. But Aaron Ford just withdrew all. All he, at first, it was you could see him visualizing this hot, steamy hunk of whatever, and then, and then it just all deflated so disgustingly in the Hummer. You know what? I get in the Hummer. I climb in that Hummer, <laughs> and I just send up a solemn, silent prayer. And I say I'm sorry. Mother I'll Earth recycle. is is disappointed in you. I know, girl. I know. I am so sorry. I'm composting next week. I swear. Um, but I'm getting in that Hummer. Sorry about it. Is he six foot three? Is he muscular? I mean, all of the above. What, what's one to do? But get in the Hummer. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> uh, okay. I love it. Aaron, you have joined us to play a game, not just to Lovely. talk about steamy hunks in Hummers. So this game I, I introduced to Phil and he said, oh, okay, so basically kind of like Jeopardy. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess so. Okay. So what is going to happen is you'll be presented with five categories. And in each category, there are two questions, a one-point question and a two-point question. So you can, like Jeopardy, pick the category and say, I want to go for the two. Okay. Right? It's a much more condensed version of Jeopardy. And then you will get, if you get it right, you'll get either two points or one point. And then by the, by the time that all of the the questions are gone, whoever has the most points will be the winner. Is this a buzz in situation? Is this a general no, no, trivia no, no. situation? No, okay. we'll just go back and forth. Okay. Hoffman, are your questions multiple choice? Fill in the blank, bit of both. Mine are all, all over. Uh, just questions with an answer. No, Got no it. multiple choice on mine. Okay. Oh, all, okay. All of mine are multiple choice. That is the only difference. Aaron... Since you are our guest, you get to decide who you want to face off against first. I'd like to face off against you, Phil. All right. Hoffman, sock it to us. Here we go. I'm going to read off the categories first. Feeling gassy. Energize me. Depollute the commute. Horny and confused. And old as a fossil. So once again, feeling gassy. Energize me. Depollute the commute. Horny and confused. And old as a fossil. Aaron, since you are a guest, you get to choose the category first. I'm going to choose old as a fossil. Old as a fossil. Would you like a one point, one point or two points? I'm going to go for the two pointer. Okay. Which Middle Eastern country is the world's biggest exporter of oil? I'm going to say Iran. 
Oh, incorrect. The correct answer is Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, yeah. I thought so. Okay. Yeah. All right, Phil, we go to you. You know what? Where did he just go? Old as a fossil. Old as a fossil. I'm going to go with old as a fossil one. Oil is one of the main fossil fuels. What are the other two that are considered main fossil fuels? Whether the name of the other two is it is it methane? No, <laughs> no, we're not even on the same page. No, uh, no. Where, where, where are we? Coal and natural gas. Oh, I thought duh. that was an easy question. <laughs> no, I thought Saudi Arabia was an easy question. It's, uh, okay, it's going to well, be interpretive. Well, let's just ignore old as a fossil because that didn't go very well. Aaron, it's we'll go gone. back to you. <laughs> are there Which... only two questions per category? Correct. Okay, okay. Um, let's do energize me. For two or one? For two. Let's try it. What renewable energy source made up just 0.01% of the world's electricity generation in 2004, but rose to 3.5% of the world's electricity generation in 2020? It's a renewable energy source. Oh, I'm going to say vegetable oil byproduct. I don't know. (laughs) No, solar power is the correct answer. Really? I thought it would be higher. (laughs) Yeah, we wish it would be higher. Uh, what is rising very quickly apparently all right have you guys seen that they've like distilled vegetable oil so you can Mm -hmm. use them to power machinery yeah yeah my cousin's car runs on vegetable oil nice okay wow i'll go with a vegetable diesel it's like biodiesel yeah i'll go with the same strategy here energize me for one please okay what was the location of the world's worst nuclear disaster in 1986 would that be Chernobyl? Chernobyl is correct, and we are on the board. Philip, you get one point. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Aaron, we go back to you. Which category would you like? Let's do horny and confused for one. I'm learning okay. my lesson. What animal is often targeted by poachers for its horn? The rhinoceros? Rhinoceros is correct, and Aaron, you have one point. Oh, it's horny and confused as in... Oh. Yeah, yeah. I left my <laughs> vacuum running. I have to go. <laughs> I'm going to go with horny and confused. Point de. Okay. In 2016, Kenya burned the largest stockpile of what in order to send a message that a certain animal is worth more alive than dead? I'm going to go with elephant tusks. I'll take it. Ivory is the correct answer. So okay. yes, sure. two points for you. Philip, you are now on three. Aaron, you are on one. Unacceptable. We, we go back to you. <laughs> you have left uh, horny and confused is done. Old as a fossil is done. Energize me is done. Feeling gassy or depollute the commute? Feeling gassy. I mean, right. come for on. For one or two? For, mm, for two. Okay. What is the region of the atmosphere that has been depleted by chlorofluorocarbons? The ozone layer? The ozone layer is correct. Two points hey! for you. Okay. There we go. We're tied at three points apiece. Oh, this is interesting. Phil. I, neck and neck. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do? I think in order to strategically do this correct, I have to go with depollute the commute. And if I get this, there's no way Aaron can catch me. And if no. I... Because f- if I get the one pointer for the depollute the commute, and then the have- one pointer for... No, because I would get the 
I would get. Yeah, the other you've only one got one. You've only got one left, Aaron. You've only got one question left. And oh, I've... because the other one is yours. Yes. Ah, so I'm yeah. going to go with depollute the commute for the winsies. Let's see if for, I get for it. Two points. Two points. Okay. What is the largest producer of electric cars? I'm going to go with Tesla. Tesla is correct. No. Tesla yeah, is correct. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right all right yeah i i you know i mean that it, it could you could be forgiven for thinking it would be like volkswagen or toyota or something like Ford. that but no tesla is by far the largest producer of electric cars followed by volkswagen okay work uh let's go let's just do the last uh, last two questions aaron yeah, would you yeah. rather have depollute the commute for one or feeling gassy for one feeling gassy for one what is the name for a gas that causes heat to be trapped in the atmosphere Heat to be trapped in the atmosphere. Nitrogen. I honestly let me, no let me ask the question again. What is the name given to a gas that causes heat to be trapped in the atmosphere? Thermal? I have no, no idea. No, green, green, <laughs> maybe the question wasn't phrased very well. Greenhouse gas is the oh, answer we're looking for. Okay. Oh, yeah. I guess okay. that does make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And Phil, uh, for you, the last one. What was the first and best-selling fully hybrid vehicle, fully hybrid personal vehicle? That would be, why am I blanking right now? Because I'm, for whatever reason, now the Volkswagen bug is coming to my mind, but that's not it. Oh, the Prius, the Toyota Prius. Toyota Prius is correct. Okay. Phil, you yeah. finish on six and Aaron, three. Well played to both. Well, uh, just for fun, the, the tiebreaker... Yes. Mass extinction is one of the gravest threats facing ecosystems globally. On that note, by what year is it estimated that the dodo went extinct? Closest Ooh. would would win if this was being played for real. Yeah, I feel Aaron, 20, uh, you, I'm going to say 2012. The the dodo 2012? Yeah. Okay, Phil. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure we were alive when this happened. Like They were doing like a live broadcast of the dodo actively dying choking on a pebble on a beach or something and we were watching it live That's on tv so dark god <laughs> <laughs> but what year was that i believe that was 1999 i don't know what planet you guys are living on but the dodo <laughs> went extinct in 1681 <laughs> i swear i watched a, i watched <laughs> your dodo you most certainly this on tv did not <laughs> This podcast can't air. <laughs> it just—it shouldn't. <laughs> Maybe we should cut out the tiebreaker. <laughs> Dear, I thought you guys would be closer than that. Phil was closer, I guess, by a few years, by yeah, by baby. thirteen years. But Fired you were still you're still three hundred <laughs> three hundred eighteen years off. Thank you. Uh, I love well, them. The more you know, microwave <laughs> the dodo. David's game is dead. So let's go to mine, <laughs> which is fully alive and well. Guys, here are your categories. Again, all of mine are multiple choice. So maybe maybe we'll find a little bit more high scoring in mine. <laughs> here we go. The categories are the following. Earth, Chicken Nuggets, Camila Cabello, The Color Purple, and Drag. Once again, the categories are Earth, Chicken Nuggets, Camila Cabello, The Color Purple, and Drag. And I feel like I've been given uh, an advantage, an unfair advantage here, because <laughs> Chicky Nugs. 
<laughs> I mean, you you might as well be a major in that. Yeah, my main protein source, chicken nugs. <laughs> chicken nugs. All right, Aaron. Well, you get first dig at whatever category you so choose. Are I'm you going to go, go Camila Cabello? Camila no. Cabello. Camila okay, Cabello. He's, he's not going to exercise his advantage right off the top. All right. One, no, I want to go with the hard stuff first. Okay. What, and I well, know nothing about her. Right. Okay. There you go. One or two for Camila Cabello. Uh, two. Let's try it. Aaron, I actually think you would yes. have had a better chance at this than uh, David. What did Camila Cabello wear to the Grammys in 2020? A, a gothic style black gown by Versace and a two million dollar necklace from La Vienne. B a voluminous navy strapless dress by Oscar de la Renta with dangling earrings featuring 50 or 57.71 carats of tanzanite, aquamarines, pink sapphires, rubies, blue sapphires, and amethysts set in 18 carat white gold. Mm-hmm. C, in an Oscar de la Renta fairy princess-like nude bustier tulle gown with vine detailing, she styled the dress with her long tresses braided, glowy makeup, and platform sandals. Or D, a pale yellow billowing Christian Siriano tulle skirt with a plain white t-shirt cropped slightly at her midriff with bracelets, earrings, and layered necklaces, and she carried a dazzling globe purse. Again, a gothic-style black gown by Versace, a voluminous navy strapless dress, an Oscar de la Renta fairy princess-like nude bustier, a pale yellow billowing Christian Siriano tulle skirt with a plain white t-shirt. Now, this was 2018, you said, yes? I said uh, the Grammys in 2020. Oh, in 2020. Okay. I know that Christian Siriano works with a lot of up-and-coming artists, but if this was 2020, I know she had already had some some bops, you know, kind of take off. So I'm going to go with the De La Rentas. And I think a nude bustier with kind of glowy makeup would fit her aesthetic at that time she was a young and up you know up and coming kind of nickelodeon girl nickelodeon i don't remember yeah one of those child networks yeah but um i'm gonna go with c the nude bustier the fairy like nude bustier we do love a good nude bustier but unfortunately aaron she did go with a gothic style black gown by no! versace with two million dollars on her neck from levy in so the points remain on the board but they are gone okay. in that category david we go to you David, did you know the answer to that one? Not a clue. Not a clue <laughs> not. I actually, honestly, I tuned out because I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I waited for my name to be mentioned again. <laughs> uh, and now I'm back. Thank you for uh, <laughs> thank you for your patience. I will take Camila Cabello for one point, please. A much easier one. Here we go. Where was Camila Counting Cabello born? A. The oh, United God. States. B, Puerto Rico, C, Spain, or D, Cuba? I do know this. It's uh, D, Cuba. Cuba! This is correct. And for one point, Senor Aaron, you can call him Senorita, finishes off Camilla Cabello in style. Hey, yo. We go back to you, uh, Aaron, for Uh your selection in whatever category you wish. I'm going to go Chicken Nugs for two. Chicken Nugs for two. Who slash whom is widely accredited with creating chicken mc- chicken nuggets, I should say. Chicken nuggets. A, Ronald McDonald. B, the Kroger Brothers. C, Robert C. Baker. Or D, Gavin McWilliams. Oh, wow. Again, that's Ronald McDonald, 
B, the Kroger Brothers, C, Robert C. Baker, or D, Gavin McWilliams? I genuinely have no idea, so I'm going to go with C again. I'm going to trust my gut. C for Robert C. Robert C. Baker. Baker. And the double C's take your double points because that is correct. Aaron, you now have hey! a two-to-one lead. However, Work. David does have a chance to retaliate here in the round. Okay. David. I will take... Choose wisely. Don't mess it up. I will take Earth for two, please. Earth for two. <laughs> Which of the following, David, is not a regenerative agriculture practice? A, minimal tillage. B, crop rotation. C, composting. Hey, hey. Or D, monoculture. Which of the following so, is not a regenerative agriculture practice? A, minimal tillage, B, crop rotation, C, composting, or D, monoculture? I was reading about tilling soil earlier today, actually, funny enough, <laughs> and and crop rotation as well. Well, I, I've known about crop rotation for some years, but I'm just going to say composting because it just doesn't seem to fit. You know, I don't know what the last one, I don't know what D was, but I'm just going to go with composting because that doesn't really seem to fit in the question. Yes. C for composting is incorrect. It was, in fact, whatever the heck a D was. It was monoculture. Monoculture. Is, is not a regenerative agriculture practice. Now, Aaron, you knew that for sure, right? Clearly. Oh, my God. Yes. Clearly. Uh, Clearly. Common knowledge. <laughs> we go back to you, Aaron. Do you want to finish out the nuggets, or are you going to leave a little for uh, for David to divulge into? I'll leave a little for David. Let's see here. I'm going for all the twos. I want the I want color purple for two. Color purple for two. Watch me get it wrong. <laughs> we all know how important the aspect of pants is within the story of the color purple. So, how much were the mm -hmm. first pair of Dockers I found on Walmart's site with the following description? Docker's men's classic pleated easy cock, uh, khaki with stretch. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my goodness, Was I almost went film? to a different site. Yes. Uh, a, $18.70. B, uh. $21.60. C, $26.30. Or D, $39.85. Again, they are Docker's men's classic pleated easy khakis with mm. stretch. 1870, 2160, 2630, 3985. I'm going to say 21 and change. 21 and change gives you a 3.21 to one a lead. Or no, excuse me, fours. Four point as the two and twos get you. So there you hey. go. Correct answer there. Congratulations. Now, David, back right. to you being at a three point disadvantage. All right. I guess I'm going to have to go with drag for two. <laughs> Drag for two, the category I specifically on. made for you, David, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. <laughs> Pete's Dragon, a Disney classic, <laughs> was, was recently remade <laughs> back in 2016. Who so listed among here was not in the cast. Robert Redford, B, Aaron Eckhart, C, Wes Bentley, or D, Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> Again, Pete's Dragon was recently remade back in 2016. Who listed is not in the cast? A, Robert Redford, B, Aaron Eckhart, C, Wes Bentley, or D, Bryce Dallas Howard? I Honestly, I didn't see it. Who did? I have no idea. <laughs> Who did? 
Actually, I did, but I don't remember it. I'm just going to go with Bryce Dallas Howard, but I, I'm almost certain I'm wrong. You're almost certain you're wrong, and you are certainly wrong that you are. Uh, it was Aaron Eckhart was not featured uh, in the cast. Okay, uh, everybody else was... that in a way that you were saying. I think that I was right, but I, I was that, not. That's the names of the games, there, David. Uh, you are you are incorrect. And we go back to Aaron now. Aaron, I think I think you might have locked this up, but I could be incorrect. So go ahead and well, what do we still have? We have we, Earth for one. We have Earth for one. We have Nugs for one. We have the mm-hmm. color purple for one, and we have Drag for one. So actually, I do think you might have uh, taken this already. Yeah, there's, there's no way. I'm gonna go for the color purple for one. Color purple. Four, one. Which of the following eggplant fa- facts is fake? I almost went full Chicago there. Which of the following facts? <laughs> eggplant facts is fake. Uh, a. Italians once believed that eggplants made you insane. B. Doctors say eating a daily serving of eggplants can significant significantly reduce the risk of colon cancer. C. Mm-hmm. Eggplants were once used to dye teeth for fashion. Or D, eggplants are a berry. Which of the following which of these facts is in? Oh, is, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, which of these eggplant facts is fake? The rest of them are real. One of them is fake. Italians once believed that eggplants made you insane. Doctors say eating a daily serving of eggplants can significantly reduce the risk of colon cancer. Eggplants were once used to dye teeth for fashion. Or eggplant is a berry. I'm going to say... A seems so specific, and also I know that the Italians love fresh veggies. That's a sweeping generalization, and I'm sorry to any Italian listeners, um, <laughs> but I'm going to go with A. A is actually correct. Uh, the one that was incorrect is doctors say eating a daily serving of eggplants can significantly reduce the risk of colon cancer. I just thought that was just sounded factual as it was so (laughs) there we go he does not get the point but he does still hold the lead david for posterity where are you going for one of your for your final point potential Uh, i mean you've got earth for one nugs for one or drag for one i mean there's uh i I get two more you do get two more i I will i will take drag for one drag fast and the furious tokyo drag uh, drift was seen as a critical disappointment a real drag on the franchise as a whole as was the oh. making of this question <laughs> in millions <laughs> how much did this movie take in globally in the box office we're looking at a 72 million u.s dollars b 84 u a million c 117 million or d 159 million 72, 84, 117, This is. Do you say this was globally or? Globally, yes. And this is Tokyo Drift, right? Tokyo Drift, yes. Okay. I'm going to go with, what was the 80 something, 80 something million? 84 million. That is incorrect. It was 159 was the actual retail price of that. So you are still down to one point. Aaron, do you care yeah. to increase your lead by one? Can you do it? Can you do it with either Earth or Chicken Nuggies? 
let's switch it up. Let's go for Earth. Earth. He's leaving. He's being a very generous person, David. He's leaving you the rest of his nugs. Uh, what is <laughs> what is the practice of growing a mm-hmm. series of different type of crops in the same area across a sequence? Of, of growing seasons. One more time. What is the practice of growing a series of different types of crops in the same area across a sequence of growing seasons? A, crop rotation. B, uh-huh. cover crops. C, uh-huh. biodiversity. Or D, none of the above. Again, crop rotation, cover crops, biodiversity, or none of the above. I'm going to go with biodiversity. C. C is what he answered, and C is incorrect. It was actually uh, crop rotation was the okay. answer there. I gotcha. So, I thought that was the practice of like leaving one one crop of land or like one space of land free and then moving where you planted that so it would have time to like rebuild the nutrients. Am right. I dumb? Uh, no, I that, think that it's it- one... Yeah, David. Yeah, the crop rotation is where you usually they'll do for one plot of land they'll they'll do like for example corn in on that field for one season, and uh-huh. then they'll do uh, but, soy potatoes. for the next season, and then for the third season they will leave it they'll leave it to recover or to they'll leave it uh, without uh, using that plot of land for any agricultural gotcha. purposes, and then the the then they'll go back to corn and then soy and then nothing and then corn and soy nothing. Ah, so that's crop okay. rotation in the bare basics, but. There's many reasons why that isn't good enough, but I won't go into those. No, David, please tell us. No, no I certainly won't. It could take, read a, <laughs> like I read a 30-minute long article about it earlier today. Yeah. Work. Speaking of bare basics and not good enough, we're going back to chicken nuggets. Uh, David, for <laughs> one point, for one point, <laughs> tackling the important issues. Yes, absolutely. Now, if you want to get Aaron on a subject for 30 minutes, here we go. Who serves chicken nuggets shaped like dinosaurs? A, Denny's. B, Burger King, C, Freddy's, or D, Carl's Jr. Now, in your chicken nuggets expertise, how many of these places have you enjoyed the chicken nuggets, David? Uh, zero. Zero. I'm going to say... Eric, do you know this? Just before you answer this, David, do you know this? I don't, actually. Okay. Good to know. David. I'm going to say with absolutely no interest or confidence, Burger King. <laughs> Where did you go? Burger King. <laughs> Burger King. No, Burger King serves you chicken nuggets that are just normal. Normal. They used to sell on the kids' menu crowned chicken Crown nuggets. Crown shaped. Yeah. Crown shaped. Ah. Yes. But uh, Denny's was where we, we were looking for. I believe they are dino nuggies uh, inspired. Uh-huh. But there we go. No points to end it out. It remains the score as it was a couple rounds ago, one to four in favor of Aaron. Aaron, you have done me a great service, a great favor, vanquishing the evil upon this cropland. Thank you so much for beating David. Uh, very much appreciated. Is there anything else to plug in your life right now as, uh, as you take your victory lap? Well, yeah. Um, I'm in the color purple at the Phoenix Theater downtown. Um, through may 1st uh, when that ends i'm doing a composer lyricist cabaret with the phoenix theater as well um and that has two performances on may 14th okay yeah well there come we go on come on Catching down theater 
Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it was a wonderful show on The Color Purple once again. I cannot applaud you enough. Oh, also, I while I have you on the pod, my mother went and saw you as well at a separate show than I did, and she wanted what? me to let you know that she was the woman going madly crazy in the audience, uh, plotting your name and not wanting you to think that oh. she was just some random woman stalker that, that you would then be worried <laughs> no, about when whatever. leaving the theater. Yes, I told her, you don't know Aaron if you don't think he enjoyed all the applause in the world. So. Oh, I surely yeah, did. Yeah. Give it to me. I love yeah. it. Work. Well, thank you for coming for me will do will do all right thank you aaron <laughs> and uh, we will talk to you later thanks guys bye and with that win i get to a middling score of five and five while david with that loss drops down to four and six What a ton of slappage we have available to us, David. Now, let's go to you first here. What is your That Slaps this week? I tried to find a song that had something to do with planet or earth or something, but there's not a whole lot of a whole lot of those. But then I came across an oldie, an oldie but a goodie, and it is Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears. Everybody wants to rule the world. That song. Yeah, that, that song definitely, definitely slaps. Uh, so uh, even though I know you've heard it before and it's a long since past, worth checking out again, check it out. That slaps. My That Slaps this week is also motivated by the world, the earth, but it's called Back in the World by David Gray. David Gray with a G-R-A-Y. Great song. That Slaps, certainly probably something you haven't heard. So go uh, go ahead and give it a, a, a check out because it slaps. Ooh. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. We have a few other thank yous to throw out before we uh, before we close out today. So, first of all, to, to Cass and Crossland and to Jake Corlang, thank you guys so much for your contributions to Pow Wow Podcast. We really appreciate it. Thank you to Tara Amstutz and Josh Hans for their wonderful contributions to the show. Could not do it without you guys. Thank you so much. And, of course, thank you to you, the listener, for your continued support Now, this has been a very special episode. Happy Earth Day. And one final message, I guess, is just to to find all the ways that you can uh, can help preserve the the climate, the environment, and do what you can to to curb all the the disastrous things that are going on on this planet. Read up about it. The time is now. But we at Pow Wow Podcast want to thank you for listening to our Earth Day episode. And uh, and spread the word. We've got important things to say. We think we're tackling some important issues and having a lot of fun along the way. So check us out on Instagram. We're at powwow underscore podcast. Recommend us to your friends. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. And we're just about everywhere where you find podcasts except Pandora because, you know, when, when the earth is in such dire need, you do not want to open Pandora's box. <sighs> All right, guys, we understand it. You don't want us to cut down the tree, but can you please unchain the bears from the tree?